Hey everybody, it's the Charlie Kirk Show. A part of the blue wall is becoming a battleground state. We talk about the results from Pure Michigan. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Subscribe to our podcast uh, and get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is tpusa.com. Start a high school or college chapter today at tpusa.com. Subscribe to our podcast uh, by opening up your podcast application, type in Charlie Kirk Show. And please email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. That is freedom at charliekirk.com. Get involved with our organization, Turning Point USA, tpusa.com, and become a member, members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. Uh, buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. We have said for quite some time that the road to the White House will include winning Georgia winning Arizona. And I'm feeling better and better about Georgia, feeling better and better about Arizona. We have some heartbreaking news out of Georgia that we will cover later this hour about how illegal crime, illegals committing crime is continuing to murder American citizens. We, of course, the terrible story of Lakin, what happened at University of Georgia when a savage illegal uh, beat her skull to a pulp. That's what happens when you have open borders in this country. So feeling better and better about Georgia. Arizona, it's going to be tight, but feeling better and better. And you have to get to 270 electoral votes. You go to 270towin.com. Now, we have been very clear about this for quite some time. In order to get to 270 electoral votes, the combination is Donald Trump will win Iowa. He will win Ohio. He will win North Carolina. And he will win Florida. So then it kind of leaves the question of, well, who's going to win Arizona, Georgia? So let's say Trump wins Arizona and Georgia. For argument's sake, let's just say Nevada goes blue, even though I think it has a chance to tilt red. And there you're left with the question of the blue wall. Now, we've been emphasizing for quite some time that the blue wall from 2016 is going to be Joe Biden or the whoever the Democrat nominee is, their last stand, recreating the blue wall. The blue wall is three states, Pennsylvania with 19 electoral votes, Michigan with 15 electoral votes, and Wisconsin with 10 electoral votes. Again, you must get to 270 electoral votes. The map has slightly changed since 2020 to actually favor Donald Trump and favor Republicans. For example, Texas now has 40 electoral votes. Back in 2020, it had 38 electoral votes. Florida now has 30 electoral votes. Back in 2020, it had 29 electoral votes. 
In 2020, Illinois had 20 electoral votes. Now it has 19 electoral votes. Back in 2020, California had 55 electoral votes. Now it has 54 electoral votes. Back in 2020, New York had 29 electoral votes. Now it has 28. All of this adds up. Red states more, blue states less. Easier for a Republican to become president. So it's all going to come down to the blue wall. Can Donald Trump win a single one of the blue wall states? If yes, and he wins Arizona, Georgia, he's president of the United States. It's that simple. And to this show's credit and to Turning Point Action's credit, we have been incredibly clear and ahead of all the other prognosticators on this. They talk about national polls. They talk about favorability. Say, no, no, no. You just have to win one out of three of the blue wall. Now, earlier this week, we had Tyler Boyer. We had Brett from Wisconsin, who does a great job of running our programming at Turning Point Action. We're hiring hundreds of people. No one's hiring what Turning Point Action is doing. No one's coming even close. It is an unprecedented grassroots deployment of full-time workers on the ground that will be chasing ballots and finding and getting out the vote for low propensity voters, registering voters, building coalitions. It's an incredible endeavor. And I'm so just excited to see it grow at Turning Point Action. The RNC is doing none of this work. Hopefully that will change, but who will they even hire? That, that it's, the RNC is not really capable of scaling up in the same way that we see that Turning Point Action has, but we'll put that aside. So the, the blue wall is Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. You need to win one of those. Let's start with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a tempting state. Pennsylvania should go to Donald Trump, but Pennsylvania has some of the more crooked election laws in the country. We see now John Fetterman becoming a U.S. senator because of a superior voter infrastructure to be able to get out the vote and very relaxed and, dare I say, um, somewhat fraudulent voting practices in Philadelphia. So Pennsylvania is tough. I, I am not going to go all in on Pennsylvania. It's an expensive state. It is a beast of a state with 19 electoral votes. So let's put Pennsylvania aside. We spoke at length about Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, of the three, the easiest on the surface level for Donald Trump to win again. Wisconsin elects Ron Johnson. Donald Trump won that state and got those electoral votes in 2016. In 2020, According to the official tally, he fell 20,000 votes short. On the same token, though, the Wisconsin Supreme Court race was a wake-up call. Wisconsin is a very difficult state to poll. Wisconsin is a difficult state to navigate. Lots of 15,000, 20,000, 13,000 person towns. One, for example, is Whitewater, Wisconsin. Whitewater, Wisconsin is a town of 15,000 people in rural Wisconsin. They've grown by 2,000 people, all illegals, because of border, Biden's border meltdown. That's five times as much growth as the migrant flood has brought New York City to its knees. So these small towns in Wisconsin are, they are ripping apart at the seams. They can't hire enough ESL, English as a second language teachers. Their hospitals are overrun. Their crime is going up. Burglaries, rapes, arson, murder. Incredible story at freebeacon.com, how the border crisis hits a small Wisconsin town. And what we've been covering a little bit, and now we're seeing real evidence, everybody, that maybe, maybe one part of the blue wall that might have been cast aside as 
a fool's errand could be back in play. It could force the Democrats to spend another couple hundred million dollars. It could force the Democrats to play in a state that could diffuse their resources. And that is, of course, the great state of Michigan. Known as the Great Lake State, Michigan is one of my favorite places on the planet. There's nothing like a summer in Michigan. Growing up in Chicago, you would see the ads. We got to get that ad, by the way, Ryan, the pure Michigan ad. Did they run that here in the West? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Or is that just the Midwest thing? The pure Michigan ads? The pure Michigan ads were always running on Chicago television. Some of my best memories are going up to near Petoskey and Lake Walloon in the midst of a summer. It's just a special slice of God's gift to humanity. Ryan says, I have no idea. Type in Pure Michigan to YouTube. You'll you'll see it. It's a 30-second tourist infomercial. Very popular in the Midwest. Michigan is typically a Democrat state. But remember, Donald Trump won Michigan in 2016, surprisingly. Wayne County, auto workers, muscular class, people that work with their hands, the decent folks in western Michigan, the Dutch Calvinist Christians that rose up in big numbers. In Holland, Michigan, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Michigan's a great spot, filled with college towns as well, of East Lansing, Michigan State University, Ann Arbor. It's a little bit difficult for a Republican to win statewide. Did you know last evening was the Michigan primary? Got very little coverage, had almost no fanfare leading up. Donald Trump didn't even visit the day of. To celebrate his victory, he called into the celebration speech. Donald Trump won by 40 points. But that's not the big takeaway. The big takeaway is instead what we have been wondering, we've been curious, will the Arabs, will the Muslims of Dearborn, Michigan, will they be loyal to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party? Will they be loyal to the regime? The October 7th atrocity against Israel has inspired this pro-Palestinian Arab movement. And the results from the Democrat primary are a fire alarm for Joe Biden. At the very least, it shows that Michigan is now in play. Michigan is in the mix just so happens we're hosting our big summer event in Detroit, Michigan, of all places. Almost feels like divine planning. Wait till I share with you what happened in the Democrat Party primary in Michigan last evening. It's incredible. How do you feel? Well, I feel great. And one of the reasons I feel better is because I take Balance of Nature's fruit and veggies in a capsule. They have an amazing story of how this product was developed by Dr. Douglas Howard. It's right there on their website. Balance of Nature receives over a 1,000 success stories every single month. They've had hundreds of thousands of customers who've purchased billions of capsules of fruits and veggies over the past 20 years, and you should check it all out on their website. Their products are gluten-free and non-GMO, and they contain no added sugars or synthetics. I think if you're looking for something to make you feel better naturally, you should definitely give Balance of Nature a try. In fact, order it today. Whether you order online or call them direct, you must use the promo code CHARLIE to get the special offer of 35% off. Call them at 800-246-8751 or use discount code CHARLIE. Order online at balanceofnature.com, discount code CHARLIE, to get 35% off. So please check it out right now. That is balanceofnature.com, 
800-246-8751 promo code charlie check it out it wasn't a good day for joe biden though everybody thanks ryan for getting that we got lots of emails during the break of people said oh they run these ads in california and all this and i don't know our native california team doesn't know it as much but pure michigan well, it wasn't a good night for joe biden so of course we must understand and remember that michigan has a lot of people from foreign countries Rashida Tlaib types, Arab Muslim, pro-Palestinian types. And they're very upset with Joe Biden's support of Israel, even though Joe Biden has not been that supportive of Israel, which is what's remarkable. So Michigan had its primary vote last night for both parties. Donald Trump smashed Haley by 40 points. Okay, that's not really news. The big story is what happened on the Democrat side. Joe Biden won with 81% of the vote. But what was very interesting is who was in second place. More than 13% of the vote, over 100,000 people cast a vote for uncommitted. So what's going on here? You might have already guessed. Michigan has a large Arab American population. They are furious with Joe Biden over his support for Israel since the October 7th Hamas attack. So they created a group called, quote, Listen to Michigan. And their agenda was to send a warning shot to Biden. Well, mission accomplished. The lead story on the New York Times today, my handy-dandy New York Times, isn't Trump or isn't Ukraine or the border. The lead story is Michigan. Uncommitted actually beat Biden in Dearborn. So let's zero in on that. 100,000 people go out to a Democrat primary and do a protest vote against Joe Biden. The official tally said that Donald Trump fell 150,000 votes short. Can we get the exact number, guys? That's off the top of my head. In 2020, 150,000 votes short in 2020. You have 100,000 people that go out and do an uncommitted vote. And I got to give credit to the Arabs here. I got to give credit to them. I mean, I am not sympathetic to their cause whatsoever. I'm on America's side. I'm on Israel's side. I'm on the civilization side. I got to give these Arab Muslim voters credit. This is quite a way to make a headline. You have more people talking about your cause than that lunatic that lit himself on fire. Mentally deranged freak outside of the, what was that, Air Force or something? Jeez, sick person. This is, this is a great way to, you're sending a message to Joe Biden here. You got to give credit where credit is due. Oh, the uh, lunatic let himself in, on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. Yeah. What a freedom fighter. The plan is now for this protest vote to take off in other upcoming Democrat primaries, especially, obviously, Minnesota. Minnesota has a major Muslim vote, and they're voting next week on Super Tuesday. They've organized a group, Uncommitted Minnesota organizing the same kind of protest vote there. So if Donald Trump were to do better in Western Michigan, if Donald Trump could run up the score in Northern Michigan, if Donald Trump can do even better with auto workers and Debbie Dingell, remember Debbie Dingell? Debbie Dingell, who is a congresswoman from Michigan, she is very consistent in cautioning national Democrats that Trump does well in Michigan. Trump speaks to the muscular class. Now there is... There's some major discontent right now 
for the auto workers, the UAW and their families that work for Ford, that work, work for Chrysler, because of this electric vehicle push, there's a big skirmish happening right now with the big auto companies, big time. Donald Trump has always done well speaking in Wayne County, speaking in Macomb County, speaking to the folks that shower before work and after work, the people that build this country, the manufacturing base. Donald Trump has always done well with them. So let's just say theoretically that this 100,000 vote taper, by the way, that's in a primary. So you could scale that. That means that it's about a two to 300,000 undervote that Joe Biden might be facing in Michigan. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, everybody. But if the Arab Muslim activists in Dearborn, Michigan, continue this trend, Michigan is right in play. And the blue wall, you just take one of those if you're Trump and you are President 47. The globalists are making it very clear that another pandemic could be just around the corner. Uh, They want us to live in fear, to be willing to sacrifice our freedoms. It doesn't have to be this way. You need to be prepared, not scared. That's why you need the wellness company. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. Their medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. I can 100% endorse this company. They are amazing. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to twc.health slash charlie. That is twc.health slash charlie. Enter promo code charlie for 10% off. The wellness company. They are licensed doctors and medical professionals you can trust. Again, that's twc.health slash charlie. Promo code charlie for 10% off. See site for details. Details prescription may be required. Some breaking news, everybody. Senator Mitch McConnell will not run for re-election. Uh, not re-election, will not run for the Senate Republican leader, signaling that he probably won't run for re-election. So he is done as Senate Republican leader in November. This is terrific news, everybody. Uh, McConnell is disconnected. From the voters, he cares about Ukraine more than America. He has been holding up any sort of progress in the U.S. Senate. We must be very clear. We want Rick Scott, not John Thune, as leader of the U.S. Senate. And let's talk about the U.S. Senate map. And it kind of plays into the Michigan trend, too, a little bit. Because we don't talk about the Senate. Lots on the presidency. So right now, the U.S. Senate is 51-49 advantage Democrats. However, West Virginia is... Basically, a 99.9% certainty will become a Republican Senate seat because Joe Manchin is not running for re-election. So it's 50-50. So if Donald Trump wins the presidency, we control the Senate because whoever he chooses as the vice president will be the tiebreaker because the vice president is also the president of the Senate. If we are able to win one of the Senate races that should be in our advantage, We're able to then control the U.S. Senate and with a better Senate majority leader. Rick Scott is terrific. I don't agree with Rick Scott on everything. He's got some stuff on taxes I don't like. He's got his his plan was largely great. But here's what I'll say about Rick Scott. He comes on this program. He answers the tough questions. He works his tail off. He was a successful governor. He was a successful private sector business leader. He listens to the grassroots. He speaks at turning point events. What an upgrade Senator Rick Scott would be beyond Mr. Turtle McConnell. 
Now, if we want to take back the Senate, we have to win one or both, but one of the best chance Senate races against incumbent Democrats that we have. And they are Montana and Ohio. Montana, by far, is our best opportunity. Now, the primary field has been cleared. Matt Rosendale, who I really like, decided to no longer run in the Republican primary in the state of Montana. And the candidate will be Tim Sheehy. Uh, Tim Sheehy, I had a chance to meet him last week. Can we get a picture of Tim Sheehy? This guy is like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. I'll tell you, he is like central casting. It's almost like AI generated him. I mean, he's like six foot one, zero body fat, trimmed, business leader, four kids. And I and some of you say, oh, he's too establishment. I'm just talking about the aesthetic. I mean, Tim Sheehy, he looks like Tom Cruise in his prime. Or, I mean, look at that. It's like right out of central casting. Navy SEAL? You think he's a Purple Heart recipient? Very impressive. Gave a great speech. And he's probably more adventurous on the neoconservative stuff than I would like. But to his credit, at this private fundraiser he was speaking at, he went hard on the border. He said, let me tell you all of you guys, let me tell you right now, these are not your typical migrant workers coming across the border. You're being invaded and we have to stop it. So I think he's got a great chance. He's up against the J.B. Pritzker type named John Tester. John Tester is the incumbent Democrat senator for Montana. John Tester has not had a serious challenge in a presidential year in quite some time. In a presidential year with Donald Trump bringing out record turnout in the state of Montana, she has an opportunity. The Montana Senate race will end up being the most expensive per vote race in American history. That's what Senator Daines and Tim Sheehy have told me. It will probably end up being, get this, a $400 million race for a Senate race in Montana. There's only over, how many people are in Montana? Over a million people? What's the population? No, I think it's more than that now. I think it's like 1.4, 1.5 because they have two congressional seats. I'm not sure. I, I, I might be off on that. You're going to spend 350 to $400 million? Okay, it's 1.1 is the population of Montana. 1.1. You're going to spend $400 million? Okay, but if we can win Montana, we control the Senate. And McConnell will not be leader. And we have to, we have to be very clear from the beginning. John Thune will not become majority leader. Say it with me. John Thune will not become majority leader. We need to consolidate behind Rick Scott. He is the man. The other race is Ohio. The Ohio primary is underway. The best candidate is by far Bernie Moreno. Uh, Bernie Moreno is up against a very slippery snake by the name of Sherrod Brown. And Bernie Moreno can win that race. There's other Senate races where potentially we have a Kerry Lake in Arizona. We've endorsed her. She's doing a great job. That's a tougher race for us to win. Oh, is the turtle speaking? Oh, we got to get, we have to get this. We got to get part of that. You know, some people say, Charlie, I don't like that you call him the turtle. What's his name? Why don't you, I don't know what matter what that is. By the way, I didn't come up with it. It is a little hat tip to the great Rush Limbaugh. So if you have a problem with it, you got a problem with Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, let's get uh, Mr. McConnell. I want to, uh, I want to see that. McConnell is so out of touch with his voters. He wants nothing to do with securing the border, nothing to do about a strong America. So obsessed with Ukraine, so obsessed with the abstractions abroad. Stepping down as leader about time. 
That's some good news, everybody. Some good news for the improvement and the betterment and the strengthening of the Republican conference. The path forward for the Republican Party is very promising. I hope you understand that in the last week, this week, you have official confirmation that McRomney, Ronna McRomney, and McConnell are stepping aside. That's a big deal. They would not be stepping aside if they thought that Trump was just a phenomenon. Here's the good news, everybody. Every election, every retirement is improving the Republican Party. The young faction of the Republican Party, the J.D. Vance, the Ted Cruz, the Josh Hawley, the Eric Schmidt faction is far better than the McConnell, John Thune faction. Far better. McConnell's out there talking about how we need to give more money to Ukraine. Now, the fact, this is the power of you, the audience. For those of you that watch every day and you make the phone calls that we ask you and you contribute and you stay in a state of prayer and fasting and you are in the trenches, this is a huge win for you. McConnell would not be doing this if he thought that the Trump thing was just a phenomenon. This is a permanent, seismic, ideological shift in the Republican Party that makes our ideas more popular, that makes our movement ascendant. We're not afraid to engage in the culture war issues. We're not afraid to be skeptical of foreign wars abroad. And honestly, I I have to, if you just look across the board, that it is a demand of this new Republican Party that we have to have a border. You have to have a southern border. You cannot have millions and millions of people coming into your country every single year and act as if you still have a country. It's unsustainable. So McConnell stepping down, that should just be, that should be jet fuel for us. By the way, John Cornyn might want, I don't care if it's John Cornyn. I don't care if it's John Thune. Get him out of the way. Rick Scott. Rick Scott can unite the tribes. He works his tail off. And some of you say, oh, you know, I don't like Rick Scott. I, I'll, can, I'm telling you right now, he is a good man. He's the best option. I don't agree with him on everything. All right, this is the turtle, play cut 83. To serve Kentucky in the Senate has been the honor of my life. To lead my Republican colleagues has been the highest privilege. But one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. However, I'll complete my job. My colleagues have given me until we select a new leader in November and they take the helm next January. New leader. This is, do not lose sight of this. It's very important that we start to do roll calls, win or lose the Senate. By the way, worst case scenario, we're in a 50-50 Senate. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, Joe Biden or a Democrat wins the presidency and they barely control the Senate. The Senate majority leader is going to be so important to use leverage, to cut spending, to balance the budget, to secure the border, to stop this funding of wars. We actually might have a Senate again. Imagine 
a Senate leader that works with Speaker Johnson, doesn't oppose or undermine Speaker Johnson, and says, we're shutting down the government. We're going to cut spending. We're ending all this nonsensical funding of wars abroad. So he's stepping aside. That is a huge win for this movement. This movement is gaining popularity. His grip on power is weakening. Praise God. It's a big win today, everybody. Not to mention the good news out of Michigan and the Arab Muslims that are defecting from Biden. We're going to stay on it. So you look at the senators. I mean, for example, Tommy Tuberville, I think he'd be on Team Rick Scott. Katie Britt, I don't know. I I think you could convince her. Not not my favorite. Lisa Murkowski would be Team Cornyn. Dan Sullivan would be Team Cornyn. Boozman would be Cornyn. Tom Cotton could be one over for, for Rick Scott. Marco Rubio, I think would definitely go with Rick Scott. Mike Crapo from Idaho. By the way, for all of our patriots in Idaho right now, I hope you're listening. I will be happy to visit the great state of Idaho and get you guys a better set of senators up there. You deserve better than those warmongers. And I've met Jim Risch. Met him at a party recently, a couple years ago. He was very kind. But then I see the stuff he votes for, and it's just outrageous. The warmongering foreign funding. For my Idaho patriots out there, and there are a lot that listen to this program, I will happily return to the state of Idaho and help you guys get better leaders in Idaho. Idaho is a great opportunity for improvement. Todd Young, who has been a huge disappointment from Indiana, he'll probably be part of the uh, the Cornyn crowd. Mike Braun is resigning. This is a good one, everybody. Jim Banks, I haven't heard much out of the Indiana primary. How is Jim Banks doing? I think he's doing well, right? If Jim Banks wins that primary, he'll definitely go with Rick Scott. Jim Banks is excellent. Joni Ernst, waste of time, with uh, Chuck Grassley. They'll be in the Cornyn category. Jerry Moran, good question. I don't know who you'd be with. Probably Cornyn. Roger Marshall, you might be able to get to Rick Scott. McConnell would do whatever's awful for the country, so he'll probably go to Cornyn. Rand Paul would definitely be for Rick Scott. Bill Cassidy and John Kennedy, unfortunately, would be for Cornyn. Susan Collins would be for Cornyn and or Thuna Barrasso. Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith would be for that group over there. Missouri, Hawley and Schmidt. Steve Daines and Deb Fisher, TBD, and Pete Ricketts, probably more on the Cornyn side. Tom Tillis, Ted Budd, Hoven, Kramer. J.D. Vance would probably be more on the side of reality, let's say. And then, of course, we have James Lankford, who I hope resigns very soon. Mark Wayne Mullen, who I've actually struck up a friendship with. Lindsey Graham would do whatever the intel agencies tell him to. Tim Scott, I'm not sure. Then John Thune, Mike Rounds. So what I'm getting at is that, and then you have Mike Lee, who will help, and Ted Cruz, that would definitely vote. Bill Haggerty, Marsha Blackburn have been terrific. It would be tough. You're within like I'm just doing some off-the-cuff math. Within five or six votes of having a new leader, everybody. It's a long-term project. But McConnell stepping down is an excellent development. So let's summarize this hour. News out of Michigan for Democrat operatives is they're going to now have to staff up and spend significant funds in Michigan, period. That is excellent from a strategic standpoint. The Democrats wanted to chalk up Michigan like it was New York or chalk up Michigan like it was the state of Oregon. Got it in the bag. Don't need to worry about it. Now they have to say, okay, we have to go 
to Dearborn, Michigan. We got to go hand out favors. We have to go work the state. We have to hire up activists. We have to put out grassroots, go put out billboards. It's what happened last evening is a message to all the Democrats, and they're saying, oh boy, here we go. The Arab Muslims aren't doing what we tell them to do, and they're defecting. And, and wouldn't it just be one of the great ironies of modernity that the people that the Democrats have imported into this country, that they thought that were going to bring them electoral victories, are the ones that decide not to vote in big numbers that could displace them from power. Again, it hasn't happened yet. I'm just saying theoretically, that could end up being one of the great, that could be one of the great ironies in the history of modern politics. Not to mention a lot of these Arab Muslims, they tend to be anti-abortion, anti all this trans stuff. So there's a lot more there than people realize. I wouldn't go as far to say that they're part of our parents' party movement, but on social issues, I agree a lot more with Arab Muslim Palestinian people than I do with the LGBT alphabet mafia on social issues. I'm far more in agreement. Not that pornography should not be in, in schools. The Dems thought that they could boss around the Muslim community in perpetuity. Turns out maybe that's not the case. And also we learned in just the last couple of minutes that Mitch McConnell is stepping down as majority leader in November. These are great developments, everybody. We have an expanded map and a chance to have a fighting Senate. Keep the faith. The turtle is going back into his shell. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.